0: Morning, and welcome to a Sunday edition of the Sunday Conversation Podcast, uh, presented by um, Loyalty Liquors, Taco Casa, Dickie's Barbecue, and One Stop Convenience. And also, as of today, mm-hmm. we're brought to you by Golden Hour Ventures.
1: Okay. I don't even know what that is, but I love that they're they're a
0: sponsor. That's our business down here.
1: Oh, right, right, right. That's right. I forgot about that. I do know what that is, then. I, take I it don't back.
0: know. I mean I guess I guess I just had to work out a deal with myself over the last year <laughs> and a half to get us this podcasting gig, but um Golden Hour Ventures. Let's have actually Trev, love you. I know you don't care because I just had been saying this all along. Should we tell the folks that we're actually not like like we don't have um like a corporation sponsoring us?
1: Well, we did we do have
0: loyalty liquors well, we, Polos, I guess we so that kind of counts. You're right, okay. So I guess we are kind of sponsored by loyalty liquor. Um
1: <laughs>
0: all right, yeah, we're I would say loyalty liquors is our primary sponsor.
1: Since day one.
0: Since day one. And then we're going to add Golden Hour Ventures. We're going to take out um, – actually, we're going to leave Taco Casa too. I like Taco Casa. That, that one's fun to say. That um, is fun to say. But, uh, Aaron, this is, this is episode, I believe, since we are in the fourth week of the new year, we should be episode 204.
1: Nice job, Ben. Nice job. Nice job. We knew it would get easier in the new year. It just took a um,
0: <laughs> So, episode 204, Aaron and I, we have been the most consistent thing about this entire thing. So, shout out us. Yeah, shout out us. How was your week, pal? Better, <laughs> better than mine, I bet.
1: I don't not know though. about I don't know. that, Ben. I had your boy had a very expensive week for not getting anything in return.
0: Oh, Lord. All right. Well, so, I. I, you're going to go, but let me just preface that I literally, um, and am covered in human feces. So I'm, I'm covered in shit right now. So, um, you be the, the folks can be the judge.
1: That's a rough,
0: massive sewer backup, but go ahead. You go first.
1: Okay, Ben. Well, I had two major things happen this week that in total cost me uh about 800 bucks and I got nothing for that $800. So uh first thing, my parents got me a $400 Lululemon gift card for Christmas. Uh I finally decided to buy myself a few pairs of or a couple pairs of ABC pants and I bought myself a uh an alpaca wool sweater that they had on sale. Uh I did that last weekend. So through the Lulu app, obviously you can track your Orders oh Lord! And, and all that oh stuff, right? Lord! <clears throat> so, for whatever reason, everything didn't ship in one package. the The pants were scheduled to arrive Monday. The sweater was scheduled to arrive Tuesday. So, I'm, you know, I, I, again, and we've talked about this on this fucking podcast a million times. You would think I would learn my lesson, but. I'm checking the app all day on Monday because I'm around New Haven all day on Monday. So it's, I'm looking to see when my pants get delivered so I can swing home, grab them, and go on my way. So all day I'm checking the app. It just says out for delivery, out for delivery, out for delivery. So, you know, like eight 30 at night, I'm taking the dog out and it still says, out wait, for wait, are you
0: saying you wanted to like intercept the man? Like, No, I just wanted to get them so that
1: there was no chance they could get stolen or anything happened. I just wanted to make sure that I was like at least close to that, that nothing happened to them. So, like I said, 830 at night, I'm taking Sasha out and it's, and, uh, you know, it still says out for delivery. So I'm like, all right, I guess, you know, these things are, maybe they did end up in the same package and they're both just going to come tomorrow. So Tuesday, I'm checking the app as I'm driving by New Haven because I'm going from North Haven to Old Saybrook. And as coincidentally, as I'm like basically driving by the exit from my apartment, it says that the sweater was delivered. So I'm like, great, shoot, home, get off the exit, shoot home, grab the You're sweater. You're like, I'm
0: a little, I'm a little chilly. I might as well go get my alpaca
1: sweater. My alpaca wool sweater. So go home, grab it, sitting right there. Still no sign of the pants. So I'm like, okay, you know, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but whatever. Still says out for delivery, scheduled to to arrive on Monday. It's Tuesday now. Does no no change the rest of the day. Tuesday, Wednesday. Now it's Wednesday night, and it still says out for delivery, scheduled delivery Monday. And I'm like, all right, so, something's fucking up here. Like, like what could possibly be going on? So I check the third party shipping company's tracking number that's in you know, the app, because it shows you the delivery status, but then underneath it shows the tracking number. I'm sure you're familiar with this system. So I click on the tracking number says they were delivered on Monday with a picture of them in my mail room. And of course the pants are not there, which means two pairs of Lululemon, ABC pants just jacked. Uh, I'm in contact with Lululemon's customer service to see what I can do about it. But uh, that's the first part of my week. Okay. So you know, not the greatest, but at the end of the day, I'm like, well, what are
0: they? What are those things going for these days? Like one hundred fifty? One twenty
1: five a pair, so two hundred fifty bucks just out the window. Uh Now, I will say, keeping everything in in a universal spectrum, keeping it all in perspective. You know, it's it was a gift card, it wasn't my money. It's not. You know, it sucks, and and hopefully it's I can...
0: somebody's money, Aaron.
1: Well, you're someone's right. money. But hopefully, you know this all gets worked out. Lululemon does the right thing. We'll see. You know there might be an episode yeah, in a week or so that says Lululemon can fuck off and die or something. So we'll yeah, wait and but see my that. thing
0: is, what what is Lululemon? What can they do?
1: Well, they may try. They may try and you know just as as far as keeping a customer happy, try and work something. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna find out. I mean, I've been in touch with their customer service department, and you know we'll see what happens. But uh so that's the first part of my week that was the less expensive problem i had this week so um my car insurance policy was set to renew friday as in two days ago now i had gotten the new policy and i was looking at it last week and it was a huge increase my my car insurance was going to be five hundred dollars a month on this new policy and I was like, no fucking chance I'm I'm paying that. That's almost twice what I pay a month for the car. Like I'm not paying double what the car, what I'm paying for the car for insurance for it. It's not a fucking Rolls Royce. All right. So the, a family member of mine who shall remain nameless because I don't want to throw anybody under the bus handles my car insurance. And they told me, well, that was a pretty tough thing to say because I mean, they know who it is. They know who it is. And they're listening. And, you know, I don't. Now, part of this is, is on me for waiting as long as I did. But, well, let's just get into the story. So they handle my car insurance. So I reach out to them and say, hey, like, I just got my new policy. Like, this is a huge increase. Like, is what's the reasoning for it? So they tell me, you know, there's been rate increases and because I drive so much for work and blah, blah, blah. And to their credit, they recommended looking, uh, getting a quote from NJM. No jingles and mascots. Which I don't even know if that's the actual name of the company, but NJM Insurance. So I go onto their website, I, you know, put in all my information. I send it to the person who had handled my last policy to make sure that I have all the coverages right because of my job, I have to have certain coverages and all that. And uh, they send it back to me and they're like, Yep, yeah, even you know, with what I had to add to it, you know, you're still saving. I was say I was going to save a hundred and a hundred and ten dollars a month over what I pay now. So, you know, saving an extra twelve hundred bucks a year, pretty, pretty decent coin, thirteen hundred bucks a year. So I buy the policy on Wednesday. Like I said, my new, my, my current policy was set to renew on Friday. I buy the policy Wednesday. I text the person that handles my insurance. Damn, now. how
0: much is your insurance a year?
1: About? Well, now it's gonna be 240 a month. So 24, you know, 20, Damn. mine's
0: 1800. So I guess I should be happy.
1: Well, I did. I had an accident within, or I had an insurance claim within the last two years. That's definitely responsible for it. Plus how much I drive and I have to have certain coverages because I don't own my car outright yet. So it, this is a bunch of reasons for, it. and I live in new Haven. New, it's expensive to insure a car, but I mean, you know, I can live with that because it's savings over what I pay now. Right. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So. I text it's a write-off. Ever heard of it? Yeah, it's a write-off. They just write it off. So I text this person Wednesday and I say, hey, you know, I bought that policy. Can you cancel my current policy tomorrow, a day before the it's set to renew? Yep, no problem. I'm just going to send you a document that you have to e-sign <laughs> and then you're all good. So three o'clock rolls around on Thursday. Haven't heard from them. So I text them and say, hey, just let me know when you're sending over that document. I don't want to miss it or delete it by accident. I get a lot of junk emails. Like, I don't want to miss it. Text me like a half an hour later and say, hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to get to it today. I'll have to send it tomorrow. And I go, all right, well, I'm not going to get charged, right? And they're like, nope, you're good. We got plenty of time. About 40 minutes later, I get a text message that says, I'm so sorry. The payment's already been scheduled for the new policy. There's nothing we can do to stop it. You have to call your bank and put a stop or you have to call your bank and try and put a stop payment on it. So I fucking call my bank and I'm explaining the situation to the lady. And she's like, okay, well, the stop payment fee is 30 bucks. And I'm like, fine. You know, I'd rather pay 30 than 500. So, you know, whatever. So, you know, we go through the whole thing. What are you looking for? What's the, what's, what's the charge going to show up at blah, blah, blah. Go through the whole thing. This woman then tells me there's no guarantee that this is going to work. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? She's like, I can't guarantee that the stop payment will actually stop the payment. I'm like, well, then what like what's the point? Like, what? like, why? Why is this an option if you can't guarantee that the payment I'm paying to stop is not actually going to get stopped? And she's like, well, I just can't guarantee it. You know, I have to say that blah, blah, blah. She's like, but, you know, there's a chance that your account will get debited to five hundred dollars and then credited you know, the next business day, you'll, you'll get the money back. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't really have any other option, So I guess this is it. Sure enough, wake up yesterday, $500 for car insurance comes out of my account. And now we'll wait and see tomorrow if it comes back. So all in all is like a $750 week for products I didn't receive or I'm not using any longer. Um, Very expensive week, especially considering that. Especially
0: really- considering one of them is just an absolute f- effing scam to begin with yeah. um what a travesty man it's just what a it's travesty just,
1: it's just crazy it's just such a crazy you know and then it's just like well sorry we can't guarantee you we stop this payment you get your money back so i'm like all right so now what do i have to i'm gonna call this car insurance company and be like hey you guys charge me even though i tried to cancel my policy but it didn't get canceled in time but i have text proof that i intended to cancel it and it just didn't get done in time so it's gonna be a uh it's going to be a fun week to see what happens here with, uh, between Lululemon and, and, and a car insurance company should be pretty easy to, you know, get rectified. But, uh, you know, other than that, you know, week was good. <laughs> Things were pretty normal, you know, nothing too, uh, too exciting. Uh, how about you, Benny? Why don't you fill us all in on how or why you're covered in human shit right now?
0: Well, Aaron, the old, you know, we got to think the, uh, the old city of Fort St. Joe Things must have gotten a little backed up around here and it's now backed up into our sewer, like into our, I guess our toilets are clogged. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, really? So they came and they just shoved a little like unclogger device down their portion. So they just take care of them. So granted they are, th- they pushed the shit literally back up into our house because the city was clogged, but then they only take care of their, their portion. So then we have to do the rest. So, Mm. but it's also like a learning thing. Cause like I was just digging in the front yard after we cut one of the pipes and then literally watched a stream of feces come rolling out right under our house, um, we found like a, a, a clean out like right in front of our house that we that was buried. So, you know, just take, take it uh, one thing at a time. But in a way, we're finding things out about our old little house, you know, in real time. Yeah. Um, a couple months ago, the water main popped, so we had to fix that. Now the sewers messed up, but uh, that's just the way the way it goes, I guess. You know, that's. I mean, that home- is exactly that is literally the way it goes. That's that's home ownership for you, I guess. Oh yeah, no doubt, no <sighs> doubt. And then it just makes you realize, like, you know, being on a city, when you're on the grid, you have to rely on the grid, you know? Yeah. When, cool when, you're off the, when you're off the grid, you know, if you have your own septic tank in a leaching field and a well, you know, you don't have to deal with, like, the neighbor's shit coming up into your house. Oh, God, that sounds,
1: sounds not desirable. Is, is but it's
0: I'm just like the that. way it is
1: yeah i guess i mean what what can you what can you, you do about it realistically you just gotta figure it out and keep them i mean and that's like it, i mean like i just said it kind of tongue-in-cheek but that is home ownership right it's it's gonna be problems not all of them are gonna be pretty and, and if you figure it out now the next time it happens you guys are fucking prepared for it
0: yeah yeah exactly um um i just but aside from that I mean, um, you know, my week was pretty good. I was gonna say, what were you what were you about to say?
1: Well, I just happened to look uh right before we started uh, at an update on our conversation from last week about the uh the rigged nature of the um the NFL. I so I just looked to see what the odds were for a Ravens forty nine ers Super Bowl, and it is now down to minus one ten which means you would have to bet $110 to win 100. Uh so heavy heavy action on uh on that. But Ben we're we're kind of running into a a confluence of two conspiracy theories. Does the NFL is the Super Bowl logo conspiracy theory true or is the Taylor uh, Swift Exactly. Yeah, is it, or is it that the NFL is going to want Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl? In all the attention that, now, that will draw.
0: Now, this is a fun this is a fun to, to, uh conversation change in the topic because you wonder you know, there's a, there's always a playbook, you know? No matter mm-hmm. what in life there's a playbook. Nice pun, um, You gotta have, you know, whether it be I mean shit. I'm just thinking about all the hockey face off plays that we used to have in, in college. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like if if there's a playbook for everything, you got to have plays set, and then if one of those plays doesn't work out, you got to have another play ready to go. So, right. possibly, look at it like a uh, odds, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the odds of of the Taylor Swift thing happening in the NFL's eyes was probably like their dream to happen. You know, like that was like what, like. Please, if this could happen, this would be incredible. But maybe their surefire was like, all right, we're going with the 49ers and Ravens. Mm. So now, so now you got this play going, but because you just don't know about the other play, but the other play seems to be coming to like beautiful fruition. So now you have like these two plays. So it's just like, Maybe they just trump it right there, and they go with what one is more beneficial in the moment, because it appears they they've captured everything.
1: I so I think from a pure football standpoint, I think the I think the best game would be, uh, Ravens Niners. That would be the you know those are the two the two best teams in the NFL right now. I think from a fan interest perspective. A ca- excuse me. Let me rephrase that. A casual fan interest perspective, the best matchup for the NFL would be the Chiefs and the Lions. Lions have never made it to the Super Bowl. Well, it, you know, it, the last time they won a championship, it wasn't the Super Bowl anymore. It wasn't the Super Bowl yet, but the Lions have never made it to a Super Bowl. You know, they're the the plucky underdog story, you know, a team that went 0-16, at, at, you know, during this century the city of Detroit is an absolute shambles that yep. can really use a it's just a pick-me up. Uh, you know, you got a great story in in with the quarterback getting traded there, getting cast off from his other team. Dan Campbell's a coach that people seem to love. And then obviously on the other side, you've got Taylor Swift and and all and you know, Patrick Mahomes making would be making his what fourth Super Bowl appearance. Um that's that's the the matchup that would gain the most fan interest now i know you don't watch the nfl as much as i do the ravens are the best team in the league right now like they have the best defense their offense is dynamic they have the quarterbacks probably going to be mvp he's going to win a second mvp he's been in the league for like five years he's going to win a second mvp Uh, uh black quarterback you know it's it's they're the best team, so and they're four point favorites today. So it will be interesting to see what what transpires here, and if the NFL gets their dream matchup. Um
0: What do you think their dream matchup is, though?
1: I think the dream matchup is Chiefs Lions because you get you've got the Taylor Swift interest, and then you've got all the people who you know would just root for the city of Detroit to win, and all the people that are now you know the, the Chiefs are becoming the, the Patriots where you know, people like me, like, I don't, I, I'm sick of Patrick Mahomes. I'm sick of the chiefs. I don't want to see them win again. Uh, but obviously the interest that that would draw the advertising, the marketing, the, you know, Taylor Swift factor, uh, the amount of eyeballs that would draw globally too. Cause you would have, you know, I, the Bowl is obviously a huge deal in America and I know it, it, it is watched globally, but like Taylor Swift is involved. You're going to get more global eyeballs, so I think that's their dream matchup. You know, the Chiefs getting in is their dream matchup, regardless of who they play. The the Lions just makes for a more compelling story because they've never won. Um, but the best matchup in terms of just from pure football standard would be the Niners and the Ravens. So we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna find out by 9 30 tonight who who we're gonna get. Um it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be We're going to see what happens here. I think the Chiefs – I think the Ravens should smash the Chiefs. But also, I don't know if you saw this, just to go along with this whole narrative that the NFL wants the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. The ref crew for the Chiefs-Ravens game, uh, this crew – is
0: notorious
1: for what? The away team winning. They have a – I think it's – I think the league average – is the whole
0: this is this shit is unbelievable
1: and it's not a small variance either i believe don't quote me on this i'm pretty sure these numbers are right though on average the home team wins 56% of the time in the nfl so you know just over just over 50% of the time which makes sense home field advantage is definitely a real thing especially in football makes sense 56% this ref crew if i remember correctly the home team wins forty one percent of the time, which is a big percentage difference. You know, fifteen percent. So who's playing tonight? The Ravens and the Chiefs are at three, and then the Niners and Lions are at six or six. Oh,
0: this is it. We're down to four.
1: Yeah, this is it. This is oh. this is conference championship weekend. No shit. So I should
0: pay attention.
1: The Ravens right. are the Ravens are the home team and like I said they're the best team left of the four of the four teams remaining. Maybe they, they've been pretty much the best.
0: All right, team so all you ever. had mentioned something about is is there something about black quarterbacks in the NFL do they not want them to win or are you saying that Well, they I don't know. I don't
1: I don't know that they necessarily don't want them to win, but they historically, you know, they do, so the only black quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls in the NFL I are I was
0: just about to ask.
1: Russell Wilson who is half okay. black and Patrick Mahomes, who is half black. Um and then, you know, but Lamar Jackson is is not half black. He is black. Uh, so those are the only two. Um so it will be interesting to see what happens. Um I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of like black quarterbacks that have even played in the Super Bowl. Donovan McNabb.
0: Well, I was thinking like Michael Vick is like the first one that always comes to my mind. He's the best ever in my mind. like Yeah, but he never played in the Super Bowl. Right. I'm saying. So um Don wait, didn't Donovan McNabb?
1: Donovan McNabb played, he lost they lost to the Patriots. Um, and I'm trying to go back through like I don't think Warren Moon ever played in one. I don't think I don't know if Randall Cunningham ever did. I don't know, because no nope, because Ron Jaworski was the quarterback of the Eagles the, first, the last time they made the Super Bowls, the, prior to Donovan McNabb, so no. Nope. So I can't even think of another all-black quarterback that, that played in the Super Bowl. Colin Kaepernick, but he's half-black. Um, so yeah, Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes uh, are the only two.
0: Colin Kaepernick played in the Super Bowl, and then he's had his – the mo- I would say his career is now – like, he spent more time out of the league than he ever was in the league, right?
1: At, at this like, point, yeah. He's he's probably been out of the league now for seven or eight years at this point. I
0: wonder what the, like, because didn't he try to come back or what? Nobody wanted him? What was it? What's the deal with that? Well, like, what is the real, because he was like the the quote unquote start of all like the take a kneel for the national anthem and all that stuff, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, so like he, you know, he kind of depends so like all right, yes. He start he was one of the guys that was was speaking out um and using his platform, yeah, kneeling for the national anthem, you know, looking for social justice and and reform, police reform and all that stuff. And you know, this was towards the end of his career. And so I think his contract ran out and no team signed him probably dual reason. You know, he, he took the 49ers to the Bowl where they played the Ravens in 2012, I want to say it was. Um, And the Niners lost and he had a, he had a great year that year, but then the subsequent years, like he was not a productive quarterback anymore. It was not that, it was not that he was still this all world talent and, you know, was, was, doing his, his social justice movement. And then the teams were like, you know, we don't want to touch this because of all the social justice stuff surrounding him. It was more that his career was, was falling apart. I mean, he just was not productive anymore. And the NFL is a, you know, prove it league. And he just wasn't productive anymore. I'm I'm looking up his stats right now. Um, I don't know how to use this website. This is like a hockey DB, but for uh, football. Stuff for football. Um let's see, passing, passing. There we go. Oh, here we go. Um so the year they went to the Super Bowl, 2013, yep, great stats and then the next year touchdowns were down, interceptions were up. The next year he he must have gotten hurt. So 6 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, only uh only played 9 games. And then his last year was 2016, so 8 years ago. Played 12 games, started 11. His numbers were still okay, uh, but nothing, nothing, uh, nothing like crazy. But
0: is that when the stuff started happening?
1: Or yeah, it was around that? that. Yeah, it was 2015, 2016 is when he, he started to speak out and use his platform. And you know, it became a thing where the the circus surrounding him was probably not worth it to teams, considering he wasn't as productive anymore. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. The NFL is a league where people don't. You know, you can do some shit, and if you play at a high level, like you're still going to yeah. get a job. But I mean, like, Mike- you
0: can you can you can kill people, and then become a top rated analyst, and you know. People don't seem to really worry, worry about it.
1: I mean, one of the great defensive players of all time, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis fucking killed somebody. That and, was what
0: I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: Ray Lewis fucking That's killed like, somebody and is is in the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, and he's an analyst. Michael Vick. Michael Vick had a, was sponsoring a dogfighting ring and went to prison and came back and was an MVP candidate for the Eagles in the year he came back. Like. So, you know, if Kaepernick was still producing at a high level, I I think realistically he probably would have been able to maintain a job in the NFL, but you know, the between the circus that was surrounding him and the fact that his play dropped off, you know, it was kind of a perfect storm for him to, to, you know, be out of the league, but you know, back to where this whole tangent started. I mean, yeah, it will be interesting to see what happens because I mean, Lamar Jackson is a, is a young superstar in the league and, you know he's fun to watch, so it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens today, Ben. We'll see what you know. We'll know in about twelve hours what what the Super Bowl matchup is going to be and if the NFL is getting their dream matchup or not.
0: It's just exciting that we, you know, it's like we're three weeks into this now. It, it's yeah. fun to see how it all like if we had just put the original two hundred bucks on. I'm sorry, the original hundred bucks. Like I was just joking. We would we were at plus
1: two twenty five. Two fifty, I think. Two fifty. Okay, yeah. So now it's
0: minus one ten.
1: Yeah. So that's a that's a hundred and sixty dollar swing for the same bet. Okay.
0: So then, all right. This is a random question, but um, is there like just say we were say they both those teams are are going to oh shit. So like say today Mm -hmm. does. Would the sports app company be like, hey, we'll just give you a little bit of money if you get rid of this bet?
1: Yeah, you'll pro- you would probably have a cash out option. Yeah, uh, especially with future bets like that, the more the closer they they come to you know becoming real, you'll you'll get a cash out option. Um, like, what
0: could what like maybe just give me an example? If we right, put so down it on 250.
1: to win two fifty, we'd probably get a cash out option for like one seventy five. So, so they're
0: giving us 75
1: bucks. Pretty much. Yeah. And they they because they know that if they can get, you know, an X percentage of people to cash out their tickets early, you know, the the statistically the odds of them having to pay out are because that's the other thing is it depends how close the team is to how close it is to becoming a reality. So when the Blues won the Stanley Cup, there was a guy when they were they were dead last in the league and their odds were two fifty to one to win the Stanley Cup. And a guy put a thousand dollars on them. So As the season went on and they made it to the Stanley Cup finals, that ticket was potentially worth 250 grand if the Blues ended up winning the cup, which they did. And I think the sports book, I think the story went, the sports book before game seven against the Bruins offered him $125,000 cash out option. And, you know, he didn't take it and he ended up winning the 250 grand because he, he held on to the ticket. But... They will always, especially the closer that future bet comes to reality, they will always give you a cash out option that, you know, depending on how much you bet can be pretty lucrative. And it depends what your pain tolerance is, what your risk aversion is. Um, so, yeah, I would I would imagine that cash out would have been somewhere between 150 and 175. Um, you know, when people look at that and say, well, fuck it, I'll take the free money. You know, it's it's free money. I don't have to risk it. And, you know, I walk away and I, I'm, I'm a winner. So. Um, yeah, I would imagine that would be roundabout where the cash out option would have been. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive that this is all legal now. I used to have to do this stuff in the secret of night and, you know, pay a bookie and shit. And now it's, 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 it's as in your so, face. As it so gets.
0: now, all right. Do people still bet through bookies or is it just like oh, yeah. stupid to yeah. do that? Nah.
1: Well, the thing about betting through a bookie is you can get credit. Like you can bet on credit, which, you know, for some people is better. Like bookies typically have a higher pain tolerance. You, I mean, you also have the tax factor, right? If you're betting through a bookie, you're not paying taxes on your winnings. So, you know, there's all that. But, you know, with the sports books, with the apps, you you know, you have to deposit the money you want to bet. So if I want to bet 100 bucks, I have to put 100 bucks into the app. Where with a bookie, you know, you can bet the 100 bucks without having to pay it until the bet is done um so there's definitely benefits to it but
0: you know so what what's like the cutoff that the apps like or i guess oh you have to deposit it so
1: it's like anything i was gonna say you want to put 10 grand you got to put 10 grand into the into the app yeah no shit yeah so you got to have the money is the is the main difference we're with most bookies you know with my first bookie i had like a $300 credit line my second bookie had a $5000 credit line which thankfully you know never never came into play but um yeah that's a it was a significant credit line um but
0: probably not the best uh no dude to... when
1: i when he when he set me cuz that was like he was he was like an agent, like a third-party agent for a website that was, you know, you bet through the website. And I remember the first time I logged in, and I saw my credit line was five thousand dollars. I texted him, I'm like, "Can you lower my credit line? Like, I don't, I don't want this. Like, I don't want to have this fucking possible temptation there." And thank, obviously, thankfully, I, I never bet to my fucking full credit. But um, yeah,
0: Well you came close. No, no. <laughs> I
1: think the, I think the most I ever owed him in a week was like eight hundred bucks, and I was like, "I'm fucking done with this," because I just to have to go pay him in cash. Um, that sucked. Yeah. I still remember that day. He's like all chipper and like, you know, trying to like, you know, be like my buddy. And I'm like, dude, fuck off. Like just taking the money and go fuck off. Um, but anyways, we're, we're running out of time here. So Ben in 12 hours, we'll know, uh, which, which NFL. All right. Well, Hey, then let's, are...
0: let's take some, let's take some bets here. Aaron. let's take, let's do a gentleman's
1: bet. Okay. Who do let's, you want? What do we
0: think? I I, I mean, I guess, Let's all right. Not let's not bet. Let's do our predictions.
1: Okay, I am going. I think. I think. Ra- I think it's going to be Ravens. Niners. I think the Ravens cover the spread, so I think the Ravens will win by four or more. And I think the Lions are going to. The spread in the other game is seven, so I think the Niners will win, but by less than seven is what I'm. What I'm going with. So Ravens. Niners. Ravens cover. Lions cover is my is my picks for the for today.
0: Wait. All right. So Ravens are playing Kansas City at home, Kansas City and our
1: our four point
0: favorites is T Swift going to be at the game.
1: She will be there.
0: Okay. I'm saying the Kansas City Chiefs win on the road because life is just a fuck show. I'm glad we have an explicit podcast because it really is. (laughs) Um, And I'm going to say. I'm gonna stick with the XRP Ripple conspiracy. So I think the Niners.
1: All right, so you got Chiefs, Niners, I've got Ravens Niners. Interesting. All right. All right. Well, hey, we'll check out so the So the Niners are going to the Super
0: Bowl. It's pretty much a fact.
1: But... Yeah, we're 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 pretty much both dead set that the Niners um, are going to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, but I'm I'm um I'm excited. It's also yeah, I guess shit, I'm not excited. I'm in no part excited for the football games. I'm more excited to talk to you next week just about what happened because.
1: Well, we're going to find out, Benny Boy. We're going to find out. Tune into episode 205 of the Sunday Conversation to find out what happens. But that's it, buddy. 12 hours from now, we're going to know which conspiracy theory came true.
0: All right. Sweet. <laughs> All right, Val. Good chat. Love it. Right. I love you, bro.